AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrant's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrant's and visit Ibrant's.com. Ibrant's may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrant's may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to D.C. and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another episode of It's Up There Podcast. I am your active and attractive host for another episode of The Fastest Growing Podcast on the market right now. Again, thank you for tuning in, listening um touching base with me you know um again it's always a pleasure to have your ear your your eye and your heart you know it's hard to get these things these days and man it's um i wouldn't say been easy for me because i promise you i put a lot of work in like more work than anyone probably can imagine within the sound of my voice right you probably could never imagine the amount of work that goes into trying to hijack a process with no information right I'm trusting the instincts. I'm trying to look at everything and, and, and view it from a standpoint of 
there's no way to fail when you when you really really take your time if you, i mean see at the further i go right and i think like and this is what get weird man it be like you think like all right when i get on this level they gonna know what i'm talking about like everybody gonna think like this and the more and more i'm going I'm still I'm still finding out that it's rare the way that I'm viewing things. And so now what I'm thinking it was worth, I may be off by a lot because I'm thinking like, oh, once you get past this point, everybody looked at it like this. I just always think it's an information thing, meaning that once they let you behind the curtain, then you get to see that they setting up a whole nother stage and. When the lights go out, the whole stage flip around. The audience don't know what's going on. They know the lights go out when they come up some more shit out there. So again, it's just, you know, as I'm finding out that long, you make you you really own to something with this thing. This thing is just a little bit different. Even though I always knew what it was, but I'm saying it's it's a little bit more serious than than I even, you know, knew that it was. Um but shout out to everybody listening, man. If you are right now within the sound of my voice, hit subscribe on whatever app you're listening to the podcast on. Hit uh, rate. Give us a rating um, and, and all of that if you support us. If you want to see the video, go join a, as a member on YouTube. Um, FOGFO TV on YouTube. Join as a member. Um, and then you will be able to see um, the video portion of the podcast or Go to my Patreon. We there every single week. That's where you can contact me and do different things as well as YouTube. So just get get in communication with me and really tap in and support the movement. We got hoodies out. We got things out. So it's just it's just about where you stand with us. Like you know what I mean? Is you really? Cause you can't steal the game. Can't know. I'm starting to figure that out too. Like the way the way I go about it and the way I look at it. Like it, you can't really steal it. You know what I mean? I be waiting. You got to think because of, and I'm about to fix that this year. That's one of my that's one of my goals for this year. I'm staggered a week after, right? So when you hear me speak on a topic, that's a week after, right? And so what's happening is what what what's gonna happen this year is at some point I'm gonna catch up with that, and it's gonna be right <clears throat> right that Monday of every week I'm dropping right. So I just want y'all to know that too. Just to put things in perspective, man, this podcast journey that I'm on and I'm on it by myself be so it's so dope, bro. Like I be in different cities and different states and it's COVID out and it's like, yo, you you getting rich in COVID. Like you gonna fuck around and run some, you know, and why COVID is at like, man, and it's like, damn, bro, like I don't know, cause you know, I started this thing not really knowing what I was getting myself into. I knew that everybody called me for advice and how you look at this loan and what's this about and what would you think bro and and so i always had that you know and so i just start i just start doing it i went and got with a couple of my homegirls did a couple of episodes like a pilot like a just a run like that to see how things would go do i want to do it this way i always knew i needed a needed women this was way back then they'll tell you i've been ahead of this shit you know what I mean? So it's no, it's by, it's not by coincidence that the people that's in position can hear me talk and say, "Nah, he one of us. He know what he talking about." You know what I mean? It's no, it's no coincidence of that. But um, we got a lot to talk about today, man. With the podcast, we got the um, 
Whack 100 and Bobby Smurda dancing thing. You know, um, number one, there's a lot going on with Whack 100 and Clubhouse. We clearly see he's dropping a podcast um, and trying to do something, integrate that audience over there, which, which, may, which will make it a self-running machine, which I see what he's doing, you know. Um, interesting, interesting. I'll just say that. Very interesting what he's doing. I, I know. I mean, I can see what's happening, so it's interesting. But um, for those of you that may not know, and and I want to really put context around what was said with the WAC 100 and Bobby Smurder thing. There's some details missing here that I think people are not necessarily aware that they missing, right? Because Wack was having a conversation, if, if we're being honest about it, and let me find the conversation. But Wack was having a conversation about Bobby Shmurda, his presence in the music business. Basically, Bobby had a hit, I think, about seven years ago, something like that. And that uh, his presence, like he hasn't served his base. And he talking that building talk when he go to talking like that. So some people may be unaware of the points that's being made there. Nonetheless, though. I find it interesting that we have, or, or us as a culture, we become critical of people like Bobby, and we become passive of people like Takashi. I think that's an interesting conundrum when we deal with the specifics, right? Because, hey, man, the same way you got such and such business, like if it's if you're dealing with my business or my people, this my people in my business, right? And if the parameters gonna be, say, bro, that's that's FOGFO business. So which means you don't gotta understand, you don't gotta understand that. But if I come out and tell you though, this way it be getting slippery that. Because as real be feeling like we supposed to have a certain level of respect for real Right, I ain't saying you can't have a misunderstanding like that, bro. What you doing when when you say yo, bro? What you doing? And one of my generals come back and say, "Hey, yo, bro, you know we real here. This FOGFO business ain't no, ain't none of that going on. Yeah, I, it look, but it look funny though. Yeah, but I'm telling you that whatever you looking at or think you looking at, that ain't what that is." Because what more you asking me to do to prove, prove to you that whatever you saying ain't what it is? You see what I'm saying? Shit, slippery, dog. I be trying to. That's why I got I'm going to have a conversation with the whole game. You know what I'm saying? Because on one end, we got a dude, right, with Takashi who he people can say he would took advantage of. You dig what I'm saying? We know he wasn't cut with no motherfucking steel. You know what I'm saying? We know he really was. He was cookie cutter. You see what I'm saying? So they allow him into a position that he couldn't, he was too short to get on the ride. You know when it's, when you go to the foul and they say, yo, how tall? Yeah, you can't, this one, no, sir. You need to go to the bumper car. You know, they allowed him to drive, but they allowed him to drive because he had the bank rolling. Anytime poverty is present, manipulation, it could be at an all-time high. And we know people that's, Putting that in place You know what I'm saying We know how they do In the poverty area The money The manipulation with the money Right Now it's a mistake 
It's a mistake. The boundaries are supposed to be in place. I already know that. I ain't even to, to be explained. But Takashi get in a situation with these dudes. These dudes putting in real work and they doing it on command and they doing it with it knowing, right? So it's almost like the president approach I always talk about with my squad. Immediate response is necessary. You feel what I'm saying? And so certain times, and I and I hate to even explain these kind of things, man, but I know that my position in the game is one of breaking down certain things that maybe other people don't understand. But we can't how can we champion him when he cooperated in any way? How we put him on any kind of pass, you know, and, and then when you say, Well, that ain't my business, well then get how Bobby is your business then? Because what do, we, what do we say? What is our business? What does that mean? You feel what I'm saying? Well, we're going to talk about it for this. And, and guess what? If that's your brand, if that's how you're moving around the marketplace, I salute you. That's your, that's your business model. If I'm Jamaican or if, if my people or if they telling you that this is part of our culture, this is what we do, and you know that we went and stood on that business, what is the debates about? I don't really be understanding. And then on top of that, they getting two videos mixed up. One of these videos, they running around attaching to Bobby. ain't even Bobby. It's a whole different rapper. You dig what I'm saying? And so it's like, it's a conflation of that. And that's what trolling is becoming now. You know how you can trick a motherfucker like, you know what I'm saying? You can point at something and like make it look like it was this, but they can't really say See, WAC is operating around the industry with high-level street jujitsu, judo mind tricks. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of the industry dudes, they walk right into them. They don't, they don't, see, they ain't have to operate by themselves on a high level. And not necessarily by yourself, but when I say by yourself, I mean ain't but one pilot. It's a lot of motherfuckers on the plane. You know, it may be two pilots, maybe. You know, a pilot and a co-pilot, but some airplanes ain't but one pilot. He and, and and you know, and so that's what I mean when I say by yourself. He got to make the decisions. I've always had to. When they took my they took my homies when I was young, you know, to the feds and shit, I had to be like, oh, uh, whack one hundred them on, on Clubhouse. We're gonna listen to a little of the conversation. Joe Budden came in there. Gilly came in there. Another interesting tactic whack is doing is he's tapping into these guys' audience off Clubhouse. Damn near for free because they taking the clubhouse uh, audio and they running it through uh, YouTube, which is tapping into to to their audience. Joe knows Gilly and Wallow. They know too. They with Wack, so they they you know they working with him. But you got to be careful though, Wack, because dudes gonna stop letting you call them in there after something after a show and all that. They gonna start ducking him. But let's listen to a little bit of it. It's called me firecracker because I was little with a big boom. Wait, 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 hold on, bro, hold on, bro, wait, so Gilly, see, I'm thinking you was drunk, and then just the other side came out, no, you know, Wallow right here, Wallow stripper name was TTD, wait, hold on, where Wallow at, bro, what, what's up, hold on, you lying on Wallow, bro, ain't lying on me, we turned the club out, we made that, Wallow? Hey, look. Man, it's Wallow. Hey, wait, look. wait, hold on, bro. See, see, the problem is, this is the problem Wack be lying about yesterday. I ain't gonna hold lie. Hold on, wait, Wallow, slow down, bro. What? Slow down. 
Bro, y'all not supposed to admit. I didn't know y'all was going to say this. Nigga, my name, listen, listen. My name was TTD. Throw that d in there getting that money. Oh, my God. Bring some women up here, bro. If you going to hustle, hustle, man. Bring some women up here, bro. Yo, I wasn't expecting this. Listen, please raise your hand. Please raise your Mm -hmm. There was no female hustling. in there, Wallow, so how was you throwing that? This might be a hand. Yeah, how you, was how you was doing that, bro? What's no, we was in the motherfucking strip club. What the fuck I mean, because the Gilly be talking about you was on lifeguard duty in prison, in the shower. No, no, I cleaned the prison showers, and he remixed that. I don't know how. Somebody told me some money. Hey, I was cleaning hey, the showers. Wallow, don't do that. You held it down when well, you heard shit, man. Don't do that. You know damn Yo, well you was held it down. What you Yo, so listen, so y'all telling me that y'all understand, because we've been a little fused about murder. Yo, Bobby Cooper, some niggas is saying that it's some, uh, what did he say? It's some islander shit and all this shit. Right? Some Caribbean lifestyles type shit. Right. Man, we, I don't we know we if we got any Caribbean brothers in here. We got any brothers from the Caribbean in here? Yep. So wait. Yeah, Gillo, oh. Gilly, Gilly and Wallow was a tag team stripper group. Yeah, I mean, that's what they saying. So, hey, yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to flame these. Hey, it's a Hold on. Hey, hey, hey. Now, now, hey, whack, now I know where you get that nut ass boy from. Oh. Let me read. Uh, <laughs> Lisa, bring your he been known for the Philly rah rah rah. You and then you get with Bobby Schmurdy, the young nigga, which all the way up. You start popping your crotch and just going real crazy. A lot of gyrated, and but, I was just and like, two wasn't in the room, bro. Hey, hey, hey let me you, tell you, you something. Who wasn't in the room, bro? Let me yeah, tell you something, bro. Let me tell you something, right? I ain't never had to be nobody but me. That's the problem. Niggas live up to a facade. I'm just me. I do what I want. And guess what? Don't know play with me. Oh, you don't, don't, don't play with me. No, no man oh, want to play with a man. What are you talking do about, no, bro? Yeah. Don't play with me. What? Want to play with a nine, bro? I'm five nine, 162 pounds. Why no? Play with ah, me. bro, we don't hey, want your dimensions, bro. What do and it was a hug and two going on, me. bro. Bro, bro, it was a lot of hug and two going on, Gil. Nobody gonna play with you, Gil. Like, well, that's all I'm saying. So nah, at nah, the end of the day, I do what I want. I don't do what nah, I feel nah, as nah, though nah. I'm supposed nah. to do. I don't live under no certain set of rules. I do what that's I want. If I want to have fun, nigga, you do some fun. And guess what? And guess what? Gonna sit around and they gonna have an opinion on anything anyway. And guess who don't give a f because well, guess on. what? When they see me, they not doing nothing. Hold hey, yo, on, my man. Bro? Wait, wait. Hold on. As a female you, right here, time. Yvette Davis. Yvette Davis just backed out and said y'all was doing a little too much hugging. I don't hugging. We wasn't hugging. Okay, we gonna pull old Yvette. Pull Yvette up, bro. You know, some it's it's um it's a unique situation because I be in some of them rooms sometimes, and so and and I done hit one of them before and say, "Hey, yo, let me up." But I need not be doing that. Only reason I say that is is because number one, I'm in negotiations with a lot of different companies, so my content means uh, a lot to me right now, right? 
I come up in a room in a in a certain circumstance, maybe or something like that. But I, I'm not necessarily interested in going up all the time when I'm in there because um, it's basically free podcasting. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm not I'm not sure if I if I if I want to do free podcasting all day long like that. I, I don't think that that's a good business decision. I think that that's a waste of content, a waste of time. I think it'll be very childish of me to sit up and podcast for free all day like that, um, especially with me um, building a brand and, and having certain people in position with me and doing a lot of these things that's about to happen. And uh, giving that free content out like that I just think that's that's not good that, Hence why you see Joe come in And he keeps it at a bare minimum If you remember When Joe thought it was the elite on there He would go up there every day talking It got flooded Somebody is, He probably looked back like Yo this is free And they put this on YouTube And I can't take it down Right You can't tell me they don't have a way It's free promotion for them You can't tell me they don't have a way to trigger that audio and make it where if it is loaded anywhere else, it's flagged off. You can't tell me that. They passed that. That technology is available. So when I don't see that in place, I understand the agenda. They're using people that's taking those clips and getting hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube and other platforms, Instagram, things like that. They're using that as a part of their marketing team, marketing strategy, you know, and it's working. Um, they've raised their valuation. They've got celebrities to come on there and bring their whole audience for free. They've got celebrities to come on there, host rooms, and bring their whole audience for free. Know what I mean? So it's just it's a unique thing, man. Um, but yeah, Joe is in this conversation somewhere. Um, but I want to get back to the part where you know, because this is where they was just playing, and you know, I want to kind of get past that. I want to get back to the part where. Um, he was kind of explaining what he was saying and how versus how it was painted, and I want to definitely address both of those. But let's let's listen to a little bit more of this, then we'll go to that. Hold on, let me check something. I'm gonna tell y'all how I feel about it. See, because a lot the of phone. these kids gotta understand that we slicking in you, right? We slicking in you, so we know when you just saying some say some saying. I, what is he saying? Because I don't know it. What he's saying, I did what? Or what is he saying? Or what's the he's problem? basically saying that, oh, Bobby Smurders and they shooters and dancers. What you trying to say? They say uh, that you police. And that's just ah. Come on, well, but see, that's the same. That's not what he said. Because I got some old heads right here. Wait, 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 this is what y'all got to start educating you. What the f? I'm the police got to do with my opinion about the drop the music on time and you're dancing in a way nigga that ain't gangster what, what that got to do with now, all he folks? called you the police but he said just because a nigga dancing don't mean that he can't be a shooter well hold on did we you just brought up omar so did we ever question about what that do in the street bro nope did anybody call the man gay or say he ain't gangster we said you gonna lose the street with that dancing, right? So what the rest of this? See, little like that is little dumb. Should have stayed in school, bro. They should have went and, and stayed in school <laughs> so they can comprehend what the yeah, motherfucker right, saying. That, These 
that was his op who said it. So it was kind of crazy. Like, yo, beefing. So why are you sticking up for Bobby Smurda, period? Because the, no, you don't see why he won't whack to nah, say something back. Two is really killing each other. Look, he won't, whack to, he won't whack to say something back. And he say something. No. At the end of the day, whack giving Bobby Smurda all this pull up all this publicity right now all this attention good bad and different bobby smurder getting it not you whoever you are two two whatever the f- i don't know who you are. <laughs> I, that's weird because like why are you speaking on a that's supposed to be your enemy to a you don't know like and when you talking about something Keep it where it's supposed to be all this this that he a real shooter and whack you the police what did I talk about that had anything to do with the police? Now, the reason why Tutu Jeans is, is, is responding is because it's a Brooklyn thing, and Brooklyn is who, who's really doing going at it, as Cho or Wu, you know what I'm saying? Them stick together saying, yo, fam, he's not, ain't soft from Brooklyn, you know what I mean? He ain't soft about Who him. called him soft? But that's what they think you insinuate. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, look, bro, stop being weird, my acting like y'all kids. One thing about whack, if I want to call your soft, I'm not sugar coat. I'm gonna yeah, say he, you soft. Yeah, he said multiple times that Bobby a real not taking that away from him. He said that multiple times in this room. A hundred times. Yeah, so he said that. Calling Bobby hundred times. Nobody said he won. Yeah, yeah so it could be his label. Maybe his label is telling him to do that. No, 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 no. Check this out. Nah, when y'all hear nah, them nah, paint nah. that. Na- Hold on. on. When y'all hear them paint that narrative, y'all gotta say, Nah, I talked to Wack. I heard Wack. Nobody calling that man soft. Rich from Brooklyn. Nobody's calling him soft. Nobody's calling him gay. Nobody's saying. He ain't a solid dude. We, I'm saying, them dance moves got the street saying what the fuck is going on. What are you doing? I got you. Yeah, and I ain't heard nobody opposed to that yet. I got you. I'm I got you. Brooklyn, I got and you. I've been in this room for like two hours, and Wack been saying the same for the past two hours. He only <laughs> talking about the dance moves. He never That's said it. he not a real. Yeah, but we just explained it to him, though. We explained it to him. It's a Brooklyn thing. It's a Brooklyn West yeah. Indian thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's all we're just saying, though. If you're not from it's Brooklyn, a generational thing, like maybe. that too. That too. But y'all done had people come on stage and say that's not some New York and not some West yeah. Indian at the same time. This is why I know where games are being played at. Because don't think whack is whack. There's no way you boxing people in like this and you're around somebody like Kanye West who mind is open. That dude ain't boxing into these little things like this. You feel what I'm saying? And I don't even mean dancing. I'm taking it further than that. Like, dudes are not, at least I'm not, right? This ain't, you not dealing with nobody that's worried about what I look like through your eyes. I got a handful of people that through their eyes I'm worried about by perception. Outside of that handful of people, I'm uninterested in what it looked like. I'm more interested in what it costs. Only because the way society is set up. At some point, I want to take some time out and heal from a lot of the things I've been through. Take some time out and go on vacation and stay out the country for two months. Live a little bit, go to deep in the waters. I was telling somebody like, Everybody be talking like they, oh, yeah, I want to get the yacht. Yo, them waters get scary, bro. You you out in Cabo or something, man, them waters, man, and all you can see is water. That's a hell of a thing. Like, 
I mean, of course, if you're on a big yacht, that's different. I'm talking about, I was on TikTok. It's a little dude that's literally in a boat this big. Not, you know, just a, one of them little bitty personal boats. He out there grabbing shit in the ocean. I'm like, yo, that is a hell of a thing. And then when it get dark, that ocean, it's a different place. It's one of the only places on earth that takes such a drastic change as the nightfall. And I ain't talking about on the beach like in the sand. I'm talking about in the actual ocean, out there. You know what I mean? It's just a different feeling. Um, But yeah, so Wack was basically from a label standpoint saying, yo, Bobby, you ain't dropping no music, this, that, and the third. Now they got him, they done tricked him in the entertaining the, the the dancing conversation so now he running with the dancing thing so he fade gillen wallow and attempt to do what tap into their audience because they fresh off that interview you dig what i'm saying so if they fresh off an interview come holler at me i'm their home boy that's why i say it might be a handoff i ain't sure either he tricked them or it's a handoff one or the other um but again for me and my opinion on that and i'll move past it is we're not critical of the real and then giving the suckers passes. You know what I'm saying? If we if we got any passes in our book bag, it go to the real. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I'm from. That's how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's up there podcast. That's what we going for. Any passes that we got, the suckers don't get them. You know what I'm saying? And um, Because it's limited passes anyway. You know what I mean? Because if we just handing passes out, then it take the equity out of the dudes that did go do what they were supposed to do on behalf of what it was, you know? Just to hold some kind of order or some kind of equity and just being what it is that dudes strive to be, you got to leave a certain amount of passes off the table. So if we do or do afford afforded a pass to give, we definitely ain't going in our backpacking and, and giving it to the suckers. And then on top of that, dudes, it's real and rappers. We know that's a deadly combination. At least, you know, I don't know a whole bunch of real and rappers. You dig what I'm saying? We know these rappers are sending back to the hood with an AP and without a house. Dudes, mamas is in bad positions and they got an AP on their wrist. But you know why? It's easier for a nigga to pass you down a watch. He got six, seven of them. Now you supposed to know what to do with that watch. See, in the hood, the problem becomes it. he won't let the watch go. Bruh gave him a $118,000 watch. He got it on. Man, if you don't go, hey, bruh, I'm finna get rid of this. But what did bruh ask for it back? It's just, so it, it get, it's a whole, but if you something like that, yeah, he probably, he it's probably some kind of ad loop involved in that. He trying to like, I ain't gonna give you no money, but here go this. You know, you should probably be able to get 40 for that, 50 for that rolling. So, you know what I mean? Now you can probably do what it is you need to do, man. But um, but yeah, man. You know we know these rap dudes are sending nigga back to the hood, man. With 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 a with a with a forty thousand dollar chain and and sixteen thousand behind in mortgage. You know what I mean? So it's just if you see a dude to take extra time so his partner can get out early, whole click of dudes right, and then you know, I hear a lot of people say, man, uh. Well, you know, you don't you don't applaud him for doing what he supposed to do. And to that I say, of course you don't applaud him for doing what he's supposed to do. But how many rappers you done seen do it that way? We don't even really know what a rap 
supposed to do in those situations, to be real. So we got to applaud the ones that resemble one of us when they in one of them situations. We got to really applaud him because really don't nobody know what the rap supposed to do. It's two narratives going around. Some people saying the rap don't never supposed to keep it solid. He a rapper. He throwing his life away. You got others saying, now nah, if you got involved in it, you got to stand on that. And so it's confusing out there. So, so, so when you see him start to applaud dudes that kept it real, it ain't necessarily that we looking at him like a street. We done saw rappers fold for less. We done saw rappers get up there and you know, we done saw the Shine Poles and the BGs, the Turks. You know, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot of them, the Rollos. You dig what I'm saying? We done saw a lot of real ones go down and not, you know, Gates went and done some time. A lot of these dudes went and doing time and they ain't really doing too much of the, you know. And so what's happening is, and but on the other side, you got a whole bunch of them that, his paperwork came out. He told, he told, he told, he told. And you got legitimate, they fans is pushing that narrative. So, again, when you look at someone that stands on the responsibilities of, hey, man, what I done belong to me and, and what the universe got for me belong to me, right? You got to applaud that. In a world where a bunch of dudes are, Doing the opposite of that So we'll move on from that Alright so now I want to talk about Kevin Gates went on two Big Facts podcast Shout out to my people Bank, Baby J, Scream, the whole Big Facts podcast Family and shout out Revolt TV uh, And Black Effect You know the whole team over there um, Beautiful situation man Again Big Facts coming into the year With a big interview um, as they do again, that's why I tell y'all in this in this in this space over here, man. You got to be getting your work in. You got they forcing you to put the work in around here, boy. You're not making no money, you ain't putting no work in. So Gates went over to uh, Big Facts podcast and he spoke about a few things. We're gonna look at a few of the clips and then we're gonna come back with some game. I was gonna, you know, the way of the samurai. Just smash myself because I was to the point I didn't want to live no more. That last video I had posted mm. when I was holding my daughter, rocking her. I did a birthday in Cabo in Mexico. I did all of that. I made sure that she had the best, the best birthday ever. I was just holding. I knew that was my last time seeing her. This was this past December. Not this December, but the December before, oh, before that. that. This December okay. marked the anniversary of that. Gotcha. What sparked that though? I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. The world, the world was already beat. The world, as men, especially as a provider, a lot of men don't speak about this, but a lot of men suffer in silence also. Facts. When you, mm -hmm. when you a provider, and you, and you, and you a real, real provider, but you already unhappy, and you not feeling like you being celebrated in a proper manner, you feel like you only being tolerated. Like a lot of people be like, why? Certain men don't go home. Like when I was in the streets, I used to hate going home because I, I feel like it's cool, but I ain't welcome there. Because it don't feel embracing when I go home. It's like, y'all yeah. act like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Thanks. So I want to spend some time on that. Because that's a powerful, powerful place right there. And there's no information out here on this, right? 
But men deal with a situation where when they go home, see, back in the day, when granddad and them went home, the home was a place where those people dwelled at and they felt comfortable. It was a level of peace. It was a level of, you know, love and care and welcome. Welcome home. You know, um, nowadays, nowadays for men, I think that being a provider is at the forefront of everyone's list, right? Everyone thinks that you must be a provider. Me, I second that as well. But when you're viewed as just a provider, is that different than being viewed as just sex? Like, are those two the same things? Are we dealing with circumstances where people are not necessarily respecting people as people? Because men deserve peace, too. I know some people that say happy wife, happy life, man. And I get I get confused when they say that. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's true, but I think it's part of that sentence they leaving off. Are you saying them my light is shine hers? Or together do we shine brighter? Together do we make a, a hell of a combination? Do we complement each other? Can we coexist? Are you telling me to make myself little so you can appear big? Make myself uncomfortable so you can become comfortable. I need to understand what we saying when we say it. And that's why sometimes I bring it to the part and I try to iron it out. Try to iron the wrinkles out because I, I don't, you know. I know as a family, as a community, as a, com you know, as combined. Because if I just need to work on what I'm doing, right, then I can I can do that by myself. I'm not sure that this generation of women and men have the information needed. To provide any intimacy. To provide that comfortability factor that we may have saw back in the day that we may have grew up under from granny that we may have saw mama and them get like, I think that now we looking at love and sex in the same category and the lines get blurred. Cause love is something that's just not tangible. It's an agreement. But it's a strong verbal agreement. It's a strong verbal agreement. But when you're dealing with sex, the feeling is unmatched. And so sometimes people place that feeling next to love because if there's something unmatched and something that's supposed to be so good, but it's, un it's not tangible, I might as well pick, put the unknown with the unknown. You feel what I'm saying? And say that they're kin, especially when... We go to verbalizing while we're doing these things. And, you know, because, you know, I'm a talker. You know, some people are talkers, you know, when they get in there, you know, and go to, you see what I'm saying? And so um, it blurs the lines, you know what I'm saying? But I think there's something to be said about men being unhappy and men being in a space where we just seem to feel as though, you know, 
that people are not viewing us in the way that or appreciating us in the way that we should be appreciated. Let's listen to a little more. You know, let people in on the journey and where and where I'm at with it, man. And to be honest with a lot of people, man, um, it's a weird thing that happens with the universe, right? It's like doubt tries to start to creep in, like, you know, see for me I always stand on trust the game, trust the information, trust the trust your ability. Trust what you the work you put in, right? But now as I got you know, revote on the line and a couple different companies uh, that I'm in communication with on the line. It's like I got a weird, something weird is happening, right? It's like, and I never, never felt it before, right? I've been getting money a long time in the street. I come out the street getting money. So, and I've been getting money legally, you know, for a while as well. But it's like, Something's happening that feels like a shift is about to come. Like there's a change happening. There's a there's a something, something. There's some momentum. Something's happening, right? And it's creeping up on me. And it's like I feel it as I walk around my crib, or let's say I go jump in the shower or something. It instantly my mind instantly go to man. You need a vacation. You need like a month to reset. You know you need. Um, and I mean, before the rollout of any shows or anything, I need some time to go sit somewhere, get some massages. You know, it's been a long uh, 15 months. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I want to share with y'all what it's like, what I'm going through, man, because I know it's creators out there that's on this journey, you know, it's creators out there that's on this journey and it's almost like, damn, bro, like you will be able to place yourself and change the generational curse. You know, change the curse of, yo, we might got a half a million laying around. <laughs> but if 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 you die too early and the wrong person get that money in them houses, everything's gone within one swipe. You know, that's a that's a man, I you know, that's that's my biggest fear. And that's a lot to think about right when I know mama see cause mama been mama mama know a nigga smart right mama know a nigga got a unique ability mama to see him you know done saw what I done done just in life right but I'm not sure if she's ever really looked at it like and really been proud had one of them real proud moments you know what I'm saying where you look at it and say damn man that's that's my child. That's my son. That's my, you know what I mean? And so I got to provide some of those, man. But um, let's get to this Kevin Gates video uh, with big facts. Facts. When you, mm-hmm. when you a provider and you, and you, and you a real, real provider, but you already unhappy and you not feeling like you being celebrated in a proper manner, you feel like you're only being tolerated. Like a lot of people be like, why? Certain men don't go home. Like when I was in the streets, I used to hate going home because I, I feel like it's cool, but I ain't welcome there. Because it don't feel embracing when I go home. It's like, yeah. y'all act like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Thanks. And a lot of men suffer from that and not knowing that it's okay to have your man cave. You have to go in your solitude and have your time for yourself in order for you Let to Let me release. speak on that. Unfortunately for us, right, there's a misunderstanding on what it costs to be in a relationship, Right. Men and women, right? 
somewhere along the lines we start to figure or we think that it, it the price is the same the conditions are the same we 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 start to think we're uniformed in the way we view things receive things and how we interact with each other and i think that's a mistake right i hear oftentimes people say happy wife happy life see my problem with that is you got to be careful when you're dealing with a tired individual tired human that go for men or women, man or woman. That don't. There's no specific gender on whoever tied, right? Because I done saw a man get tired as well. Men get tired as well. A lot of times when we hear women, right, and they go to communicating their representation of relationships of men, a lot of times on the other end of that, they're dealing with a tired man. Right. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes they dealing with a salary man. But there's some there's a subsection in there, too, where you could be dealing with a tired individual. Right. And so when you say he don't hold you no more, or he don't take you on dates or he doesn't let himself go and things like that. What kind of pressure is involved with the relationship? Is it a healthy environment or he's or is he just tolerated and expected to excel? Some people treat their boss better than they treat their mate. I had to figure out one time, I say, damn, man, them white folks at your job will tell you anything, and it ain't no back talk. But I can say something to you, and you will be able to respond to it before you even check, right? So I, I like to deal with specifics, right? So if I come say something to you, I don't know, I already checked the files. I, I I literally done checked the files. This what kind of individual I am. This ain't by coincidence I done made it this far. This the kind of individual I am. We got to be careful not to celebrate each other. Right? I think a lot of times when we had these conversations, we leave our men out of them. Right? Happy wife, happy life. You know, you supposed to be the provider. You should have done better. And I think... As a family, again, we got to be uniformed. A lot of times, uniformed in our acceptance of each other and our standards, right? But a lot of times, men, they have trouble in communicating their standards, right? Sometimes it feels like you're coming off. See, they done tricked us. Somewhere they done tricked us into thinking that when you communicate your standards, it come off as you acting like a woman, right? If you go to saying like, hey, yo, you know, I'm, I'm only home three days you know, at the first six months of the year, right? I'm only home maybe three three to five days within that time frame. You know, when I'm there, I like for this to be the case. All the pushing and pulling I'm doing, all the overextending that I'm doing, everything I'm doing to make sure that you can just relax at the big boy palace and have a great time. If that's what you choose to do, because it ain't never necessary to do nothing. You understand me in regards to listen, I'm a I'm a, I'm a kind of man like this right here. If you if you you know, if you my wife and you don't want to do nothing, you know, that's and you want to take care of the house and keep the house foundated and make sure they're running. Because to me, that's I got an immense amount of respect for running a household at a high level, right? And making sure that it is a place of peace and organization, right? That's, that's, that's our little organization you running, right? So I got a lot of respect for that. So now, if that's what you want to do, we can do that. But if you also want to go on your paper chase 
And you want to go into this or that. I'm with that as well. But I ain't one of them ones to say, yo, you can't work. I hear I hear people sometimes say that. But let me get back to what, you know, what the topic is. You know, a lot of times men have trouble communicating their standards because women's feelings are attached to what men say, especially when they feel as though they open up all avenues, you know, for the man. So what tends to happen is she think that she hitting you with the guap guap 4,000, you understand, and whole time in the back of your head, you telling a man, you really thinking, yo, you should have, I could have, you could have done it like this or I wanted, you know, try this or do this or let's do that. But it's almost like when your kid bring you a drawing, you know what I'm saying? The daddy can't, the daddy never look at the drawing and be like, oh man, right? Especially us, we dealing with people not even trying to satisfy us on any level. Black men, you know, we don't really, so when it come to that, it's like, damn, here goes somebody I love that, may or may not be giving me the sexual pleasure that she thinks she's giving me, right? So what's happened is I had trouble breaking those barriers and saying, damn, and she may be on the same side, but they know how to some kind of way deal with that a little bit better. But for the guy, you'll wonder why he keep paying the stripper. He keep getting caught over here doing this, and you feeling like I just literally gave him some head yesterday. Right, because it's a it's a it's a miscommunication of our standards. I also think that you gotta place yourself in the situations that you would like to be in. You see what I'm saying? In regards to you gotta create your own scenario, right? And then you can't really sell yourself short. I know sometimes you go to thinking like, damn, am I asking for too much? Like shit getting thin and can't get yeah, it's probably a little. I am, am I? Nah, you not. You you not. You on the right track. You're just the wrong train. You know they say you can be the full package and end up at the wrong address. You see what I'm saying? So you got to be clear in what you you know what you want and create the scenario you want. A lot of times people get in relationships and they go on autopilot. It ain't no it ain't no autonomy in, in in relationships, man. Because as human beings, we continue to evolve and change. And then you gotta factor in social media. Now you gotta factor in kids. Now he's a CEO with ten businesses. Now he's in the NFL. Now he's a popping rapper. How do now she got a business that going? Now she got five businesses, a tax spot, and this and that, and the massage low and then and so now you gotta edit how you was treating these people at first, right? Because once you evolve, your interests evolve. And me, I feel as though I don't negotiate my peace, right? So I don't place myself in, I'm just, I feel the same way about uh, my peace that America feel about terrorists. I don't negotiate my peace with nobody. You see what I'm saying? That's a complete sentence. And I think Time passes, time passes, right? I got a lot of respect for if you've been with somebody or around somebody and what went into that, right? And how much those memories, um, how much they may mean to you, right? I got a lot, you know, I can I can definitely understand that. But I like to stand next to we gotta keep moving. And sometimes that becomes uncomfortable for people. Right. And I don't know if that's the right way to view things, but that's the way that I that's the way kind of that I view things. Right. Meaning I'm not a prisoner of the time spent. 
because I understand the time spent, no matter how spent, you can't get it back. Good, bad, indifferent, however it was spent, it's time gone, right? And a lot of people will use that time spent and hold it over your head to, to, to kind of legitimize that you need to continue uh, to spend time with them saying that if you cut that, if you cut them off right now, then that time spent becomes wasted. But I believe that if that time spent was wasted, it's wasted. No matter if we keep going. You see what I'm saying? So um, I think that's very important as well. Again, I, I think time spent is valuable, very valuable. You know, it's it's a valuable thing, but I just can't I, I can't consider myself a prisoner, a prisoner of it. Love is a two step process. Or, or being or staying in love And for me Being in love and staying in love Are cousins But they're two different people There's two different places There's two different things going on right? It's a situation for me that It seems that people forget That getting it right and keeping it right Is two different things right? Getting in love, falling in love Those things are An obstacle amongst themselves right? So we don't downplay the level of detail that goes into that, the level of commitment that goes into that. But what we can't ignore is that that there's another step for us to make this getting in love or falling in love equal to staying in love. I hear a lot of times that people, when they talk at their weddings or they talk about their relationship, they like to talk about when they fell in love and, I remember when we did this, and I think those, again, those those things hold a lot of value. But I think a question that we got to start asking each other, too, is are, are you still in love? How do I keep you in love? Little baby just said it the other day, and it's the mindset you got to understand, right? When you hear your girl say something, a lot of you dudes are bask in that moment. You know, Jada, he did some things for Jada. You know, it was a bunch of roses and things all that going on right and I'll probably flash it on the screen and Jada uh, allegedly right says that I'm in heaven right now he say yo I'm trying to keep you there so I'm saying because it ain't about getting you there because see I can get you there but I want you to stay there I want that to be a permanent place for you and that's what you gotta understand about love and relationships is it ain't just yo baby I'm a I'm going to sweep you off your feet. And I want to keep you off your feet. You feel what I'm saying? And I think once we understand that, man, we can start celebrating each other. But nowhere on that list am I going to ever say that the man doesn't have a place to be celebrated. Like, you know, like he don't deserve for somebody to say, you know, we holding you down. If don't lift the whole word against you, this house right here got you. This house right here, we honor you, right? If for nothing else, it's because by proximity, right? Don't even, if even if we ain't dealing with the love of it, even if we ain't dealing with the kids or this or that, or if we just dealing with appreciating what you dealing with, like, yo, you when you around somebody that got a certain level of information, opportunity, and all this shit, meet in the same time, and there's some special shit going on. I like to sometimes ask my family, who we know done this, what I done. But yet everybody won't, we ain't downplaying this. It don't matter if we is.
But ever so often, I like to check in with the people who I know ought to appreciate the attributes. Right? Because don't downplay the accomplishments, right? Because it's a lot going on that I, I ain't see going on before I came around. You know, and not to pat myself on the back, the universe, the opportunity, things just are aligning, right? And so it's just unique, the situation. But it's also important, man, that we communicate our standards and we appreciate also our men. I always tell people pride come before the fall, and I think they don't understand what that means, right? Um, Because when I heard it when I was young, I never knew what that I'm like, yo, I, I, I hear that, but... I didn't get it right But as I come into uh, Myself As I come into being the man that I am today Right And I look back at some of those sayings That I used to hear Just casually said And and, and I think about the gravity attached to them now And I say man like Pride come before the fall man The ego You know the ego Meaning don't nobody just fall. And you see, the problem is, and this is what this is what happens, right? When they lift you up on a pedestal, right? The pride come before the fall, right? And so people say, well, I'll know what I'll do. I just won't make a move. Meaning I'll get in a situation and I'll just try to stay the same. And the unfortunate thing is the game won't allow it. You have to make a move. But you also always got to keep do, keep doing inventory to try to make sure the ego is in check, right? And it's going to take a certain amount of ego to get where you at. And this is where it gets slippery at. And this is why you see the NFL guy not understanding certain things. Or you see the rap nigga call the label out not understanding that they going to sit back quiet. But they going to be taking names. And you beat them with the pencil. All that running to the line, online. See, Meek is in a blessed position. Meek Mill is with next to Jay and them. Jay take a liking to Meek. Sometimes I always wonder, is it because of Drake? And that's another story, right? But he take a real, him and Meek and them, and I know they got, he got, a, it seems that they got a certain level of respect for each other. But he, because sometimes when I even hear the headlines, they make sure the Meek name is attached to certain things. You know, and I say, damn, that's Jay and them doing that. That's a press thing. I know how this works. You understand? But but if you would see, right, a rapper run to online or something or do something like that without any presence in the building or any good management like a Rock Nation or something on his team. See, you got to have people that walk in the building and fight on your behalf as well as people in the building fighting on your behalf, meaning the record label. You see what I'm saying? But Meek is able to call the label out and do those things because he's in that position. And sometimes when he, because you do got a J, sometimes you do got to exercise the let. Because when he do something like that, trust me, it's a couple rappers that's, that's like, oh, check mine, man. Check what Meek's saying, check mine, see what mine looking like. And then dudes start checking their thing, but in all actuality, you whoop them people there on the on the on the uh you know you pencil whoop them people. You got to whoop them in a certain different way. And sometimes we leave with our emotions. You know we don't know what else to do. And then boom, you got something on the internet with people saying, "Yo, Meek 
tweeted this or, or posted this. Um, but five year old form went on Mano's podcast, right? And so Mano's podcast is a thing. It's called Kitchen Talk. It's a podcast he's been doing. Five year old goes on there and speaks on a lot of stuff. Um, up north, you know, like like I said, they got they got a presence in media. They've always had their presence. Mano is kind of doing the uh, the podcast from from the uh, street perspective, like from from the wrap up street perspective. And trying to get the backstory of these guys and things like that, and it, it comes off as is good when he talks to the people who respect him. You know, Bobby went to him over there first. You know, I think the interview he did with Bobby, it didn't. I don't know. It, it was it missed something. I really don't know what it missed, but he 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 chopped some game up with with Bobby and 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 got you know a certain side of Bobby as well. Um, but Five Year went on there and he talked about signing to Mace for five thousand dollars. See, it's a job out here to trick, to prey on some of these people's dreams. That's why, man, it's a lot of things that I haven't done yet is because I haven't been able to vet some of these people, right? And a certain, and, and you know, I know because I'm dealing with a certain level of information that shit is tricks all in the game. It's so many tricks. It's things happening that you don't know that's happening, right? Even with Instagram, I'll put this in before we get to Fabio. I'm starting to view Instagram different now because I'm starting to understand how some of you people are getting the celebrity followers and the lengths that y'all are going to, right? Because I'm around some of these people and I'm seeing what people are doing for a follow or doing for a quick picture, right? And it's still some people that's trying to trick people with the quick picture like with the picture that's clearly in the airport or at the back somewhere you where you've asked this person for y'all ain't nowhere in an office or somewhere in a relaxed environment or somewhere where y'all are really kicking it bro or doing no business you done stop me outside the Starbucks and ask me for a picture and then next thing you know I'm tagged and somebody saying bro told me the deal now goes up to 80 million and you thinking to yourself, man, this that's a dude that stopped me outside the Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you really putting game down over there, they going to hit you with a fall and be like, ah, oh, nah, he he putting super game down. But if you one of them kind, damn, man, it's, it's trickery going on. So as I know that that's happening, I'm because I'm around people that's using, right? So I'm hearing dudes you say like a, like like bank i'm hearing they say yo just get off the line with big bank and i might have done talked to bank that day or something no bank ain't he ain't he doing something all day locked in on something it ain't you know and i be on big facts i'd be like oh shit you know what i'm saying like or i just talked to loon and he said he gonna plug me right in with the and i'm thinking like Sometimes I see little tags and be like, yo, what the f is going on? So I'm knowing the levels that they'll go to, man. And it's a lot of trickery in the game. And with 5 -E he ended up getting lit in New York. I'll let him explain what happened. At some point, you meet Mace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He reached out. Um, How did that happen? What happened was I had this I had this song with, I had this song, Blicking the Box, with JD and... um. Sad, right? So JD had an uncle. I forgot his name, but his uncle knew Mace from somewhere, 
right? And Mace was like, yo, I, I'm trying to look for artists. So he went, I would think he went to go sign JD first. Mm-hmm. But the song was hot. This was all the song even had a million views. I didn't even, so this is why I, I really didn't care and sign so fast. Like, the song had like things like 500,000 views, but it was lit in Brooklyn. It was mm-hmm. like Brooklyn Joe was lit in Brooklyn. And then he was like, yo, I want to sign all of y'all. I could take y'all to the moon. I get you any feature you want, who you want to be. I'm like, I want a song with G Herbo. That's why I kept telling him, I want a song with G Herbo. Right. And um, he was like, he was like, all right, look, sign this shit right here. And then he gave the uncle, the JD uncle, he gave uncle, I signed for $5,000. Right. He gave him the, the my money and he disappeared. So JD I never uncle. got the uncle. I never got the money. He disappeared with everybody's money. JD never swore him again. Nobody so he, him again. he got $10,000 and just got yeah. low. Yeah, yeah, he got low. And you never, you 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 never, you never got the money, right? Mm-hmm. He disappeared. Now you stuck in a contract with Mace. Yeah, now I'm in the contract with Mace. And it was five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. Okay. So, five thousand dollar check, right? Five thousand dollars for Fabio, and you see, Fabio's uh, latest album is produced by Kanye West. And he's still in that contract. I'm I, I'm really trying to understand how or why. How is that still honored though? How they contract honored when I never received the funds because they got your they got your name. That's why I say, bro, these contracts is man. That shit hit different, bro. Contract thing. That shit hit different. Like you know what I mean. So you gotta really really pay attention, young niggas. If you go to popping. You know what I'm saying? I always take the meeting, but if you go to pop it, make sure you understand what you're signing, man. We talking 5K, and this is when he had that big drip. She fell in love with a A, 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 big crib. And then, and then, and then, A, A. Then when he had that record, so you got to deal with understanding how much that was probably, because he said it took off on radio by itself. Them folks ain't help with nothing. And also, young you get a contract with someone you got to speak the brand building in the contract you know what i mean don't just sign me to work like make sure we build in my brand as well you know and 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 um and get everything off the road let's hear a little bit more what happened like to think like crazy, uh, right? from five thousand dollars now you got songs with like drake and whoever it's crazy, like, right? that's, i ain't know life i ain't know no better what 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 happens next? Because now you, 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 you probably at a point where you feel like, man, damn, I could have used that money. Nah, right? I was I was sick. I was tight. I was tight. I was ready to go find him. But he really disappeared. He really disappeared. And then I told Mace. Mace was like, yo, I don't know if y'all running some type of Brooklyn cap scam on me. And acting like he ran off with the money, Mace ain't really believe it. He ain't really believe it. Wow. So, but, but he tried to do his ones and twos, flew me to Atlanta a couple times. I recorded mad songs with him, but it ain't really. I mean, I told me a couple things, put me on game, but like, I, I wasn't seeing him that much. I, I thought I was supposed to see him more. I was mad at him. Everybody around was like, Yo, did he get Mesa. you the features that you was looking for? Nah, nah, nah. I he never. Didn't do nah, he never got me that G Herbo song. Nah. <laughs> That's all I wanted. Nah. <laughs> wow. Um, somewhere in the midst of that. You moving around, things are not so clear for you, right? Mm-hmm. But then you record this song, Big Trip. Yeah. I'm in love with a little. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Listen, it was a lot of lines on that song that really could be attributed to me. Yeah. 
<laughs> right that resonated with that. you. Attributed to me, like really. You felt that. Really, a lot of a lot a lot of lines. At at that point, like you record this song right in the midst of that, right? Nah, what happened was I think I signed to me. I think when I, I recorded that song, probably like a year later. Well, after I did the blicking in the box, it was like hood lit. So I was lit in the hood. Right. Brooklyn lit. The sent the beat. Axel and them was from UK, right? So what? So what they was doing was they was sending over packs of beats at a time. Like, yo, do right. my beats. Y'all, right. y'all sound crazy on them shits. Do my beats. So he, Big Drip was one of the beats he sent. So I was about to drop a tape because mm-hmm. he sent beats to um, Comatose Rose at the time. Mm-hmm. One of the cameramans I was fucking with had a studio on his crib. He like, yo, this nigga sent me beats. I'm going to fuck with you. Let's do. So he was taking me around to record, record, record. I was record, I record like seven songs, all actual beats. And Big Drip was one of them. Mm. But then he like disappeared on me too. You know what I mean? Because it but wasn't really no, but I had this, I had the music. And then, and then one day I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I know I'm lit. So you I'm put just, the song out? I didn't put the song you out put yet. put it out yet. I, I was like, yeah, I know I'm lit. Um, let me drop a, let me take this music serious. I want to drop a, a EP with like four songs on it. Mm-hmm. Right, so I go to drop an EP with the four songs with a video. One of the songs I had Swipey on a song, mm-hmm. um, Two Cars. I did the Swipey, I did the video like that, one video, and dropped it like that. So I dropped the video and the tape on the same day. I I was just trying, mm-hmm. right? So this is my first, first, my first ever I got on YouTube. My YouTube channel just started that time. I put the four songs out, and then Big Drip started going viral on his own. Like I had no video or nothing. So it was just like going the, on. His, the, it was the, the song. Mu- yeah, the song started like it's. And let me speak to why that's the case. So he's saying Big Drift started to go viral on his own, but you got to remember Pop Smoke was moving around with that sound. That sound was starting to take off. Pop was putting a lot of work in and had that machine behind him. So that's kind of why it was able to blend right in. Going crazy like the most views I ever got. Did you take the song to Mace and say, "Hey, look, I just got the song. I want to put it out." Nah, oh, nah, yeah, nah, nah. I was just, that. I was just putting. Sh- so he wasn't really doing anything for you. Nah, at that nah. point, it was deaded anyway, right? Like he was just kind of. I mean, Nick, I was mad was at him. The whole Mace thing. It's no, over. it's not deaded. Right? It's, it's not deaded. I'm oh, still, still signed, signed to Mace him. right now. Uh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And he's eating still from whatever you put out. Yeah. He was signed. Yeah. Right. Wow. So what I'm saying is, you never went to him and said, "Yo." um that's OD. I got this song. You wanna you wanna help me? Nah, I ain't I ain't I gave up. Like I I was asking him for money. I was down. Like yo, send me a thousand. He like yo, I. Right. He sent me seven hundred. He sent me twelve hundred one time. He sent me like, but it was like it was too much. Like I just started getting lit after I got lit. I was then I was reaching out to him like yo, what's up? I'm getting lit. Like so what's going big on? Drip, so big drip basically went on its own and just it did its own thing. thing. Like two cars was I right. two cars did good, but the big drip shit was going crazy. But what happened was right before I dropped right before I, right before I dropped the big drip video, I'm like I'm gonna shoot the video to this song. Before I did that, I dropped another song in between that wasn't on the EP. Right. Jumping because I was still going to studios recording recording. So I dropped jumping. And then I put the big drip preview on the end of jumping. Mm. Like I, mm. like I, I don't know. Mm. I wasn't even trying to really be strategic, but it just right. happened. Right. Now I know that's ways how you promote oh, yeah. your shit. Right. Now that I know the like, yeah. but it just worked like that. And then when I did the big drip song, it was it was over. It went crazy. Yeah. 
Right, right, right. Radio right. picked it up by itself. It was crazy. That was crazy. Um, so he he never came around to really help. So that. what happened was when the big drip video as the big drip video started going crazy, mm-hmm. right? At this time, Pop Smoke is signed to I think he signed to Stephen Victor, right? Pop Pop is bubbling at the same time. Yeah, you Pop, me and Pop was bubbling at the same time. I was already friends though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, Facts. Y'all was we, coming up together. We, we already was in the same set. I mean, mm-hmm. he in the floor, so I'm in the nine, so it was just automatic. But as he's coming up, he was bringing me to the to the labels with him too, like mm. introducing me to people in Def Jam. That's how I met Steven, Rico, and all them through Pop. Mm. Right. He was like, "Yo, Bobby, next up." That's right. He was telling them they. I feel like they was more like looking at it like competition. So they was like, "All right," mm-hmm. now I mean, they wasn't really. They wanted me to sign to Pop. Yeah, but y'all had the sound though. They should have really looked at it like this is a good. Now they looked at everybody as competition. They was, you know, they was going crazy. Mm. Did that didn't affect y'all relationship though? Nah, it did. It did. It could. It like it was like it was like it was like moments where I was like, is like is they getting in his head? And I feel like it was moments where he probably would have felt like, yeah, maybe five hundred, but. It it just it just happened. It's like I feel like you know brothers go through that sometimes like shit right. shit, but it wasn't nothing that was like we won't fuck with each other no more. Like we we cool. Like we'll talk about it, argue about it, cause they'll put in his head. Yo, Fabi don't be showing you no love in the interviews. And he like yo, Fabi, why you not showing me the love in it? Like wow. it'd be like shit like that. And I'm like nigga, I show you love all the time in all my interviews. Like look at it. He's like oh yeah. Like it just like little shit, but nothing that's like we don't fuck with each other. You know what I mean. Yeah, that's crazy because you know, from a label business perspective, I know that I, I can just I can feel that being the case, right? It's almost like they looking at it like, yo, that dude is in the same lane as you. He sound kind of like you, but his voice is different. Same beats, like so. If they send a beat pack through. Y'all are competing for the same beats, the same fan, the same everything. And so that label is going to tell him, hey, y'all don't care if that's your friend. Y'all are competition. And with that being the case, right, coming from poverty, that now manipulates my interaction. Because now the way I interact with my competition ain't the same way I interact with my brother. Even though we try to put our blinders on. You understand? But I like competition. I'm a competitor, so I embrace it. But it becomes unique when it's that dude you grew up with. And now you got a labels involved and people involved is saying like, hey, y'all two are fighting for the same thing, just so you know. Hey, just so you know, it's one state coming down and it's two of y'all out there. Them, these is high-level jujitsu mind tricks you feel what i'm saying and sometimes people are only doing what they taught so sometimes it ain't even the people that's in the label that's really trying to start a problem they literally looking at their investment like yo we want you to be the face of this bro these dudes got your sound and you got the audience we're building the audience up and then you just handing them the audience like so they go to they don't want us doing that they don't want it to be 2,500 podcasts going crazy because they think it ain't enough time for all us to eat. They want it to be 10. Same rotating. 
Numbers just rotate. Now we're gonna stick some we're gonna stick some more up in there. You understand? Um but yeah, man, dude signed for 5K. I wanna get to the DJ Academics and Fresh and Fit podcast. Uh because again, there's a lot to be talked about. So let me find the clip and we'll be right back. All right, so DJ Academics. Fresh and Fit Podcast, who was just canceled by the whole industry, was welcomed on DJ Academics Podcast. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is DJ Academics telling the industry to suck his, I'll let you insert whatever word you think belongs there, right? He's throwing the frank, right? Um, It's interesting because Academics operates around these people, but he operates in a way that seems to be a little rogue. You know, he seems to be like, hey, yo, f- industry dudes. Um, or it may be because he's saying what I what I what I said previously on this up there podcast that he's kind of responsible for that blowing up. But I know he just thought he was doing them a solid. See, because that's in their DNA. That's their business model to get on there, kick some girls out, put that clip out. It goes viral. Probably see a spike in the listens for the next week or two. Right. This is what they do over there. Salacious salacious content right now granted it is a long time that they're talking but the way that they market it right they take some of those clips like you see and they put them out dj academics is really testing the strength of his rubber band though he's really placing himself like oh yeah i got big feet in this game and i already knows that so I want to be clear that that's what he's doing. But he's looking at all these industry dudes, man, and basically saying, F-, you know, he's, he's brought the people on that is disrespected black women and the whole industry basically has canceled, you know. So let's take a look at a few of them, though. Let's take a look at a clip from it and, and see what he says. But, man, this is why I say academics is operating with these dudes secrets and and if you think i'm not smart enough to ignore it like everybody else right if you think i'm not smart enough to come in here and lie and act like hey yo act must ain't got because because i mean yo yo i'm i'm good enough to do that i part with the best of them and shot at the rest of them right i can come in here and lie and and i got enough game to make you think whatever i want you to think if that's what i want to do in regards to that situation like everybody else these dudes jumped off the roof when it came to fresh and fit, but they 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 ain't say nothing when it came to academics. Co-signed it. Hey, I don't know what that's about. Maybe I'm new to the space. Y'all school me, tutor me. What am I missing? Right? Now, they came on here, and I'm not sure. Um, I mean, every time they asked about it, because Schultz did what Schultz usually do when he grabs the hot story, got him over there. Every time they kind of talk about it, they... Uh, they basically just, you know, say the same thing, the Kevin Samuels type thing where they statistic it out, you know what I'm saying? And it's a unique thing they're doing, but, you know, the words that they're using, I know what they're doing. They're playing some kind of, because I'm, 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 yo, I know a little bit about all everything, Slime, and this is what I've been saying, right? I know they're playing some kind of weird mind game with women. Right. There's some kind of weird thing that they think is very highly effective because they get results 
off of it, right? But what they're doing, right, is the juice worth the squeeze. They got to start asking themselves that because when you tell somebody you're not special, number one, I would disagree with that, right? But number two, we got to start to deal with what's behind the curtain, not what you're saying, right? All right, I'm not special, cool. What's the intent behind some of these things? What's the, what's the result you're looking for when you're saying these things? Is this the behavior of, um, you know, I like if you're in a weird situation where you're looking to buy maybe something that is used, but the price is still high. See, because if we're dealing with antique, we understand that we put value on everything but life, right? So when we deal with antique, the older it is, the more value it has, right? So sometimes when you're dealing with Dudes who say certain things ain't special and then they go to naming these lists, this this whatever list off, you got to start asking, yo, what are you really trying to do with that? Let's set aside what you're saying for a second, right? What results you looking for when you say that? And when you say, and that's something that maybe I can only do, right? So what we, because if you try to take my game, and I used to be afraid of dudes taking my game and running off with it, but you really can't because... I can only serve you one level at a time unless my mind is clicking in that way where I want to go in depth with it. But most times I'm only serving you one level. So if you take that one level on that next level, you're going to need it again. You're going to need me because my eyes is telling me what I see. You know what I mean? Um, but man, it's, it's just unique to see act bump up against dudes like this here. You know, I'm talking to Takashi, which Takashi thing I get, that's always been his boy. So I think, man, that's his boy. Now, Act, this has been his boy. He Act did his first couple of episodes in his his spot, but at some point, you got to really look at it like and, and it's a real, it really slick against the move. It's slick like he just like, yo, I'm around with dude and them, dude and them help me, I help them. I ain't going. I ain't going off off board when they, you know, getting hot water. I ain't jumping ship when they get hot water. You dig what I'm saying? So that's what it feel like. Let's look at a little bit of the interview and see what we can get from it. Do, and that's what men do since the beginning of time. But we live in this crazy world now where we try to say men, men and women are the same. Women should go ahead and chase a career, but it leaves a lot of women unhappy. Like one in four women now runs around on antidepressant and anxiety medication because yeah, they chase good. this career and this money, but it doesn't actually give them fulfillment. You know, how many rich girls do you know? I mean, me, me, me and you both know whoa, that whoa, make whoa, money whoa. and they're sad. Yesterday, whoa, 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 whoa. The ones I know, it's because they're doing OnlyFans and they're compromising their character. We're not even looking at the actual man internally. We're just like, well, if you can't, you don't make this, you don't make that, you're not. Like men are kind of pushed to just work and slave and are kind of forced in a position where if you don't make a certain amount of money, you just are worthless to society. And that's, that's something I don't like. I don't like that. You know, I mean, of course, it's like, you know, how can we change that? But there's no changing. We can cry about it, man. No, but but no, but no, but like, listen, though, because it's like, yeah, the reality is like, oh, we can cry about it. We can. Yeah. But the reality is, too, is that why are why do we just brush it off like that? Because what I've noticed about you is you're very militant. So, like, I don't know your background, but I just kind of feel like it's very, oh, well, get over it. This is how it is. Uh, Cry about it if you want. But it's like, okay, but. 
what about the person under that? Like, at what point in time? Like, because as a man, if I put myself in your in a man's shoes and I'm having a hard time getting women, I'm not making a lot of money. I feel worthless to society. Nobody wants me. Like, what am I really gonna? How am I really gonna treat women when I do get these things? I'm gonna look at you guys as objects. That's not healthy either. Because I feel like men are more than what they just bring to the table. And I think for me, with women, like where I'm at now, an uncomfortable truth for me is I would be considered trophy pussy. Like, I have to filter through, like, yes, I can leverage my beauty and get the and get the highest bidder. But the reality is, is like, you, we both want each other because I'm who I am. You can do what you do. And it's, but we can leverage and come together and get whatever we want out of that but we're still missing the point here which is the magic like the romance the love the connection like at what point we can spit out statistics all day we can talk about this is what men are to society this is what women are to society we're supposed to bear children you guys supposed to bring the bread in but it's just like okay that's great what about the other shit though are you guys in relationships so Brittany, uh, no are you guys in relationships so Brittany, i'm asking hold on, hold on just real quick no are you in a relationship <laughs> Many. <laughs> you got to break, break the point there, right? You said it's not fair or it's not cool that guys look to as success objects, right? So let me, see, let me ask you this question. Are you going to date a broke nigga? Okay. Yes or no? That's a profound, that's a no. That's a fuck no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just curious. So if, listen, the reality is <laughs> yes if no? I can, if I can create X lifestyle for myself. Yes or no? Why would I, let, can I finish my point? Go ahead. Okay. If I can create X for myself and I have my house, I have my car, why would I be with someone who at least doesn't have those things? That's the whole point here. Bam. So you just said earlier, why does it matter if guys is successful or not? It should be the connection. It should be all that stuff. That's great and all, but in reality speaking, if guys don't have things on the table to be for security, you're not going to date them. But my thing is, is why would I want to be with someone who doesn't prioritize themselves? I, I know. I, listen, listen. I know what we're saying. because So basically what she's saying is it ain't about the money. It's about the value. So our values are in different places, right? So I don't want to date a woman who values are in different places in mine, right? It's because what happens is, and this is what, this is what you hear me talk about, right? This is why I said even when I was talking about Gates, when he was talking about celebrating your your man or celebrating your woman and just celebrating whoever your mate is and being in those relationships and, and where they still feel like they are, are valuable, Right? You don't want to deal with a tired individual. Somebody's tired of the situation. Those people become weary of why they even in it, right? But a lot of times you're dealing with tired men, but they under contract. So a lot of still under contract with women, right? That they in situations where all the bills is in her name. Everything is really in her name. And so they in situations where they unhappy and they there. And man, that's a mental warfare you placing yourself in. So it ain't necessarily about a woman not dating a broke dude or a dude not dating uh, a woman who won't, you know, that's not attractive to him. Because you got to ask yourself what you value. Then you got to ask yourself what does it cost to obtain it. Because sometimes you can value something that costs too much to obtain, right? Cost you your mental health to, to have that woman. And sometimes you got to say, yo, again, what's the old saying? The juice ain't worth the squeeze, right? So you get the woman, then you dry yourself off the, off, the, off the river. You know what I mean? And I mean that figuratively. You know what I mean? So what, I, what I'm saying is 
um, is that you got to be aware of the boundaries and have guardrails and handrails and things to understand about yourself. But you got to have time to learn yourself. I always tell the rich that, yo, y'all got all the time in the world to kick that mental health and do this and talk that and talk this. It's the ghetto I'm dealing with. They don't got time for that. They don't know. Say, bro, I don't know, bro. I don't know nothing about that, bro. We down here trying to figure out what we doing. Somebody stole 14000 out that house down there. And he think my nephew done it. And they been shooting up through here. And my granny live right there. And, it's, and you talking about my mental health. I'm in a war zone. You know what I mean? These environments need a fucking. We need a fucking. There need to be some legislation put in place. There need to be some kind of bill written. Some funding to the ghetto for real, for real, bro. Because... If we don't fix the conditions down through that, man, you can really, it's going to be rough to, you know, it's worth it, but it's going to be rough. You know what I mean? But um, you got to make sure whoever you with, man, that y'all goals align and that y'all just aligned as individuals. And a lot of us have never felt that. So we don't even know that it's a possibility. And when you don't know something, it's a possibility. It's hard to obtain it. Right. Everything that I know I, I'm going to get, I already knew was there before I was able to get it. I always tell people, yo, you got to be working out like the champion of the world before the champion of the world. You got to be practicing like Super Bowl champs long before you get the ring. You know what I mean? So you always got to place yourself in a situation to implement what you what you indicate. Right. You got to implement what you want to indicate. You know what I'm saying? You got to place yourself in a situation. I always do that. Let's listen to a little bit more. We're saying, oh, this is about. We were talking about what guys bring to the table, what they can bring to the table. But the reality is, is I can look at somebody, regardless of their financial status, in a different way if I have my own things. And the reality is, if I've, he's in the gym, he has his, his gallon of water, right? Is he wrong for not, for not wanting to be with a girl who doesn't drink enough water a day, who has her pH balances off, who's not taking care of her body? Is he wrong for not wanting that? No, because that's what the standard of his life. There's nothing wrong with that. So that's just kind of how I feel. You're missing the point. What what he's simply trying to illustrate here is that there's a barrier to entry. You're not even going to give a guy an opportunity if he doesn't meet a certain financial requirement that you have brought upon yourself, which is fine. That's not true. We talk about this all the time. Women women don't date down socioeconomically almost ever. However, men will gladly do it if the roles were reversed and you didn't have your stuff together financially, but a man did, he would gladly take you in and they would date you. Hell, you've been been in relationships with some pretty, you know, up there guys and they didn't care about how much money or whatever you brought to the table because men and See women See what I'm are- saying? These are conflating arguments. This is why I say and I have a hard time because I have a unique perspective. So when these conversations go to happen, it starts to yo, you conflating things. Hold on, slow down. Somebody got to be able to say that. And that's why it's up there. Podcast now was about to take a stronghold in the market because we got to really know how to communicate with each other and not be manipulated. When you hit this dude, he just conflated four or five different things. You're talking about a barrier of entry to dating. I would say yes to that. Everyone has a barrier of entry of dating. We're dealing with standards at the end. We, we, yo, so that, that you, bro. But then he continued to go. And then he said, yo, those dudes that dated you basically were dating down and they didn't care. But then from what perspective? Because we've already identified that women value things different than men. 
Right? So if he values the pussy and the ass and the titties and she values the money and they value those two the same, how are we, what are we, what are we saying in the, in regards to that? Right? Because we're not expecting him to value her uh, status in regards to money and things like that. And that's number one. And then number two, they probably was in college or something. Like he probably, you know what I'm saying? So when you say that, that he decided to date down when she's already identified or you've already identified right that men and women have two different things that indicate value for them they have two different benchmarks right totally different benchmarks so when you talk about me and dating down talk directly to my benchmark and then when you talk about him and dating down Talk directly to his benchmark. So if I was a girl that was not as attractive, maybe if I did have uh, more children by your standard, not by her standard, then and he did that, then that would be dating down. So it looks like in this case, one of the ideal situations, according to how they put it. But I don't know if I'm losing anybody, but pay attention to what I'm saying There's a manipulation game being played here. But you got to have a certain frequency to be able to keep up with it. Yo, value is value. Right? Value is value. Now, everything don't have the same value. But if I value a hot rag, a clean home, this, that, and the third, right? And you provide that for me. And you value stability, protection, uh, a man is punctual, professional, all these different things, right? And I provide that to you. We both are providing some each other a value. And to 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 diminish someone else's value, I think is irresponsible. Let's listen to a little more. Very different. We don't care about what you bring to the table financially or status wise, but women do. So you can say, and this is kind of the difference between men and women. Like women get the privilege of living in a Disney fairy tale of take me how I am, and this shouldn't be this way, and this is fucked up. And then when you say, and women do, again, I want to push back on that. Because we all got homegirls or know somebody that dated a broke dude. We really all know somebody that a broke dude probably took down through there and really gave her probably one of the hardest times she done had, right? Dude, you know, the niggas with the money, they ain't really even giving a hard time. That broke dude, man, he had a... Man, he had a world upside down for a second there, right? So you can't say women don't date down and you can't say men don't date down. I think dating is more about when you met somebody, you know, proximity, where you at in your life. I think it's way too many variables to put in that to just lay that on. Yo, you won't date down. Yo, that's that's like, yo, I don't I don't I don't know if that's the case now. Is it unreasonable to request certain things, right, with certain attributes, right, with certain things on your side? I would say yes, but those are up for debate and they're interchangeable depending on who it is. And that's going to be constant, right? So I think you're going to constantly have an argument when you say things like that. Patterns and habits that women have. And this isn't to knock you or knock all the ladies in the studio, but women on a balance of averages operate a certain way especially when they deal with men so and you yeah but that's very different than not being special say that right we can agree that right all right so a lot of you and that's what i'm saying about understanding how to communicate and that's why it's important for people like me to be in the in the marketplace 
to be able to point these kind of things out. These guys are playing some kind of high-level manipulation trick, right, where they're using words like you're not special and then saying that the definition of special is that your approach is standard. And I think once we drill those down, we understand that this has to be some sort of trick that they're trying to play because being special isn't based on your approach, right? If we want to be technical, and I think when we're using special or if we're if we're diminishing people by any stretch of the imagination, let's be very specific. Let's be on the nose and let's be critical of what we're saying. Right. Because you don't want to criticize people and and be willy nilly with it because those effects sometimes can't be undone. Right. So what we're dealing with is, is people saying, yo, you're not special because you guys approach things the same. And. All of us approach things a certain way, right? I go use the restroom probably the same as 90% of men, right? The girls use the restroom like 90% of women use the restroom. And I I leave that wiggle room because there's some new ways of doing things that I'm sure I'm not unaware that I'm not aware Um, But special, if we're dealing with DNA, I think the creator says we're special, right? We all have a specific DNA. If we want to drill it down to that, but let's set that to the side and let's deal with again, not what's being said, but who's saying it and why they saying it. Why are we conflating arguments and saying special and then having that deal with my approach? But if, if you're a woman, right, and you fall for some of these Jedi mind tricks, you know, um, you just got to find yourself somewhere and, and, and just kind of try to learn some more information. Because when when someone says um, something like that, you got to know kind of what that means. Right. And then ask questions, you know, but it seemed like she biting off of it. Most guys, like even if a guy says, I'm tolerant of your sexual past, it's OK. It's always cap. Look at Mia Khalifa. Look at Lana Rhodes. Guys can't accept it. There's something about. So basically, let me just put a button up on this topic. I think we spent enough time dealing with a couple guys who said some things unfavorable. Um, hopefully, I can have a conversation with them head up and and really uh, get the backstory of some of these things and ask some of the real questions because Act didn't ask where he was from, things like that. Not that I know of. At least I haven't saw any clips of it. I'm not watching three hours of, of those guys. It's just not ever going to happen. But um basically in this back and forth that you hear here there's they're kind of speaking about the ability to um the ability of this young lady Brittany Renner not being a gold digger because she posted things that someone that's a gold digger wouldn't post if they wanted their success rate to be of a certain caliber I push back on that. And the reason I say that is, again, we're dealing with, especially if you want them dudes that crunch the numbers and look at statistics, you got to understand that we're dealing with a monkey wrench being thrown in the information that we look back at. What we look back at didn't consider the Internet. So we got to take what we look back at and we got to take what we're looking forward to and we got to put something together for where we at right now. You'll catch that another time. But. When we deal with the internet, to say, oh, just because you post this, that means you're not a gold digger. 
I'm also in to the point. I'm almost to the point where I'll say the the, the opposite. If you do too much posting things like, because I know some people that post their man all the time and King, I'll die for you and King, I love you so much and King this and King that and King that and King this. And if it's genuine, I salute it. But I know some people that's doing that, but they'll creep over here at the late night and do some things, you know, for a smaller piece of, you know, uh, you know, they'll creep over here at the late night and get with me for absolutely nothing. Why them things ain't even 24 hours old with about how your king this and that, right? So I look I always look at that as trickery, what people do on social media. I'm not convinced of these celebrities. I ain't convinced the rappers don't convince me. I don't really believe nothing that they doing on the internet. I just it don't it ain't bit me in that way, right? I ain't saying dudes ain't doing nothing and they ain't gonna go. I ain't that stupid. But I understand that you want me to see a certain you showing me what you want me to see. And I never put that uh, out of my mind for nobody. I know what the Internet is. Um, But we see dope boys get on the Internet and and put their guns up there. We know people in jail for having guns on the Internet. that had serial numbers attached to murders and crimes and things like so. We can't say just because you post something that means you ain't really doing it. Yo, I know real life street. That'll go up on on Instagram with a million dollars in dirty money. I know dudes that'll go up on Instagram when they on the run and go live or go to posting things on their gram. So don't ever, ever in life think just because my girl don't post, she ain't this. Or just because my girl posts, she is this. You got to deal with people within your arm reach. Yeah, deal with people manually. Don't be dealing with nobody because what you see on no internet or no gram. Either way, that go for, say, dog, she go to post it. this. She easy. And even if that is the case, you can't know that until you went within arm reach. I don't want to hear what you heard over the Wi-Fi. I don't want to hear about your intent, you know, what you got over the Wi-Fi. Come in arm reach with it. And then you will get a real experience that you maybe can explain. But outside of that, we don't generalize anything, dog. We deal with the specifics. And that's what real game getters do. You know what I mean? So um, we're going to get off of that and see if we got any other topics. So I want to talk about this meme that I've been seeing going around, you know, uh, on social media. It's a crazy meme about uh, would the next generation respect Michael Jordan in the way that that we do at this time, right? And it's kind of just speaking on how the internet and, and things have sped up, right? It's it, with the same way where people who will only saw the tail end of Julius Irving, right? Didn't necessarily give it to him the way that they thought, right? They would argue Michael Jordan, but Mike's game was just that special the way it transcended those generations to where he's still in the conversation to this day. Um, but people go to asking, yo, what will will his legacy diminish after this generation, right? People like me, the last generation of people kind of to see him play once we transition, would that next generation still look at Mike the same? And a lot of people said no. But I couldn't disagree with them more, right? Number one, of course, everybody makes the same point with the shoes. The shoes is is a walking commercial. The shoes by itself, right, and the way that it's intertwined with culture has already placed him in a situation to be be cemented, right? So that's a given. That's a that's a that's a thing. 
Number two is with the internet. See, all these dudes got to update. They keep forgetting one thing when they go to making these conversations. The internet is now here. And so provided people try to forget things like Michael Jordan or times like the 90s when this was happening or the early 2000s or Barack Obama, what his fight was to get into the office or what have you, right? What that does is effectively create jobs. It creates more of these, more podcasts. Now people, are they operate in this niche market where all we talk about is comparing Jordan to whoever y'all think is the man and showing you, you know, basically showing you why Jordan was way better than that guy, right? Some kind of way and make a living off of that. And you got platforms popping up everywhere. Like, so it's going to be the stories of not being able to be told. And that's the difference between that time with a Julius Irving or Will Chamberlain. They still got, you know, they took stats. Luckily, the NBA, NFL, sports in, in general was thinking like we got to take stats and and keep a record, a Hall of Fame, or a, 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 um, a Canton where they where they take stats and certain you know records and things like that, record breaking stats and record breaking stats and things like that. So, um, you know, you gotta you gotta you you gotta understand now that now everything is gonna start keeping stats. It's stats on everything. And so as you try to forget Jordan, they're going to be people who are called in. Like ESPN going to need the little dude that know all about Jordan, but it's 40 years removed from the people that really saw him play. But he can still explain it in a, like his Stephen A. Smith type vibe, but that's his niche, right? And now that creates a show or a slot because it's going to be 24-hour content around the world. Everybody going to have a channel. Everybody going to have to be streaming some. Then you got shit happening in the metaverse. Like, so it's going to be opportunity for people to survive always um, telling those stories. And that's the difference between what it was and what it is. Let me talk about the Kanye this on, on the game um, song with, with um on the game song. So Kanye uh Kanye West has a new song out with game produced by Hit Boy, of course. You can expect what you know, what you expect from that. I, I think that I see how the greats get you in there and they try to strip all the strengths from you and make you go and game can go. So game is comfortable in those situations. Everybody know um our culture like to support Kanye and what it is that he's going through right now. Um, and his behavior is showing us that he's clearly um, affected, right, by the circumstances surrounding his uh, marriage and his family, as as we would expect, right? I understand that. Um, see, I, I know, I know better, you know what I'm saying? So I don't really be biting off none of this old front facing that's happening in the industry by none of these guys, you know. Um, but. When I hear him diss Pete Davidson on a song, I really don't like that because I come from a place where you keep it player no matter what. Oh, the girl, she want to switch sides. She want to choose up and do something else. You just keep it player. You don't never, you know, but that's his family. And so then that's why I don't be knowing how far you go about that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but really for me, man, you know, the attempt is always to keep it player. 
You know what I mean? And so when I see when I see dudes reacting that way, I know that they clearly doing it because they hurt. You know, that's clear. But I think it's unnecessary sometimes you're showing your hand, you know, people kind of go to looking at you a certain kind of way, even though they really ain't saying nothing. You know what I'm saying? And more importantly, um, you shooting in the dog. And one thing I, I won't do is waste time, right? So I can't be trying to chase nobody that don't want me or or, or that's rejecting me. That feel too funny for me. That's a, that's a horrible feeling, you know what I mean, when you trying to be like, hey, you know, whatever. And like, nah, so I don't know, man. I think he got to figure out a way to. It looked like he's moving on. He's now, you know, smiling in his pictures. He he got his uh, mask and shit back on. So, look like he's, you know, he going on about his business. And if that's the case, that's the case. But um, it just be it just be interesting to see, man. Like when you talk violence on these records, when you dudes hundred two three hundred million dollars up, you know, and then you a billion dollar dude, you know, when you talk like that, they can start playing the police games on you. It's almost like he taunting them, like, you know what I mean? Because they can play the police games. He, I don't know why he think they, or, or if he think they can't, but for sure they can play the police games on him and be effective, you know what I mean? And it's going to play right into some of his triggers, and it's going to affect a whole bunch of things because he going nine times out of ten, he may do something. Uh, if they create the right situation, he may do something unfavorable. Right, and it may cost him more than he's willing to pay, or that he needs to even pay. I was surprised seeing him admit it to to the uh, fight. It's almost like he like this money. Am I already getting divorced? They finna take some of it anyway. Fuck all this shit. Know what I mean? You don't want him to adopt that, you know. But you can't tell a man what to do. I hate to see us, you know. I, you know, I'm always thinking about the trick bag. Cause I know it's too many people depending on the information. You got too many people watching. Yeah, you know I mean, the key is the people that's gonna depend on everything that Kanye said, everything Loon was putting down. You know, when Loon got into there, or when this dude was doing interview. You know, they really hanging their hats on these things. And so I'm critical of the information that's put out. So I must say something when I see something in regards to it, you know, and that's just how it's going to, that's just how it's going to be until I'm out of here. But um, another episode, man, of the biggest podcast in the world, man. We got some things coming, man. We can't wait to let y'all know. It's up there, podcast. Biggest. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to D.C., and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. 
Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. 